Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, we're beginning tonight's shear in Simon Bays. We're up to Siv Vav, which is the bottom of page Vav, about to turn on to page 12. So the Mechaber says, Asr Lelech Bekoma Zakufa. It's Asr to walk around in a, an upright fashion, which is in a, a Gaivadic way. And one should not walk four amos with his head uncovered without a yamaka. Because of the honor of the shechina. A person should also check if he has to relieve himself. And the Ramah writes, A person should cover his whole body. He should not walk barefoot. The person should train himself to, again, to relieve himself, uh, in the morning and the evening, because that is the way of Zrizus and Nikias. And I, I want to start off before we even see the Mishabura. Well, first we'll see one Mishabura. The Mishabura writes in Sifkatan Tess, person should walk around, when a person walks upright in a Gaivadic way, like he owns the world, so he pushes away the feet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochel. Therefore the Achronim write, Therefore the Achronim write, that it's Asr to walk around that way, even less than four Amos. It's Pashat that it's going to be Asr, even if one is just standing in his place and he's not walking at all, he can't be uh, in a Gaivadic fashion thinking that you're so special. Then the Mechaber wrote that you should not walk Arba Amos Begilu Arosh, and before we read the Mishabura, I want to just look at look at note number twenty on the next page, on page twelve. If you look in the Nadir Mishabura, note number twenty, he just brings down a Ibiralacha that's from later on in Simon Sadi Aleph. He says that Mashikosva Shokhanarakla Kamon, Shiesh Omrim Shaosr Lahaskir Sashem Ulihi Kanes Lebesa Knesas Begilu Harosh. So the Mechaber Paskins later on in Simon Sadi Aleph. That are those who say it's usher to mention Hashem's name or to walk into a shul with an uncovered head. So the Biralocha there asks the Kasha that over here the Mukhabir says that a person shouldn't walk four Amos without, without his head covered. And there it says one shouldn't mention Hashem's name and shouldn't walk into a shul with his head, with his head uncovered. So what's the, what do you tell me over there? You shouldn't mention Hashem's name, you shouldn't go into a shul, you, you can't even walk around Islam with, without a head covering. So the Biralacha gives two answers. The Kosta Shom Mataris Bishem Haberhetev, Shekan Enochi of Gomer Elamidas Chasidus Bulvad. Here we're just talking about Midas Chasidus. Midas Chasidus is, is not to go with your head uncovered at all. Vilu Gabe Haskaras Hashem over Besaknesses. Over there, the Machaber, when he says you shouldn't mention Hashem's name or you shouldn't go into Besaknesses, Hareze Chi of Gomer Medina. That's the Berhetev's answer. That's Me'ikradin. You can't go into a shul. You can't say Hashem's name without your head covered. Over here we're saying, Midas Chasidus, a person shouldn't even walk around without his head covered at all. Ubishema Primagodim Kosovataretz. The Primagodim writes an answer also. Shekamadubar Dafko Beholech Arba Amos. Like the Machaber says over here, it's Dafko to walk for Amos. That's what we're talking about over here. Vilugabi Haskaras Hashem Obeis Aknesis. But when it's talking about mentioning Hashem's name or going into a shul, Asr Afa Pachos Me Arba Amos. That's Asr, either it's less than Four Amos. So the Prima Gala is Mechalik between Four Amos versus not Four Amos. If you just stand walking around not doing anything different, so Four Amos is, is the limit. But if you're going to say Hashem's name, we're going to go into a Beisach Nesses, even if it involves less than Four Amos, it would still be Asr. That's the Prima Gala's answer. And then he brings down, which Armish Shiru is going to bring as well, the Hevi Mashakosav Kam B'Shem Ataz, the Biralacha there also brings down what the Mishiru is going to bring down over here, B'Shem Nataz, Lasor Bismanenu Medina Gam B'Fachos Me'ab Amos. And in fact, the Taz holds that it's Asr nowadays, even Sam to walk around without a head covering for Amos.
You have a question, Alex? Zotti Mishabura Vaita Sifkat and Yud. I think these halachas are for are for Yidden. I don't know. 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 A person should not go. We said four Amos Begilu Arosh. Says the Mishabura in the bottom of page Vav, the very end of the page in the Mishabura. Even if one is in a house that has a roof covering it, you still shouldn't walk around four Amos without a head covering. The kol shekain tachas avir hashamayim diyeshli zar Certainly, if you're outside under the sky, certainly one should have a head covering over there. Continues in the shabur and sefkot on yiralaf arba amos umidos chasidos afilu pachos marba amos midos chasidos. A little bit like we mentioned b'shein the berhetev that midos chasidos would be even less than four amos. Vafilu he was really saying that this whole din was. The four Amos was Midas Chasidus. Now the Mishnah Bruce take even a step further that even less than four Amos would be Midas Chasidus. Vafilu be'es hasheina belayla. And Midas Chasidus tells us that a person should even keep his head covered while he's sleeping at night. V'yeshem etzadidim lomar da'afilu arba Amos eino osr midino rakla atznu b'maseim. Some have it's to say that that which we're asking over here in the Mechaber for Amos is not Me'ikr Adin. It's only for those who are very humble in their actions. They're very Tzanua. They're very modest in their actions. But already the Taz writes later on in Simulches, which the which we just mentioned in the, the Be'alacha mentions, that it's an Isser Me'ikr Adin nowadays to walk around without one's head covered. Even if one is sitting in his house, so the Taz is the most machmir. The chen kaso b'tshuvas ma'ari beruna. The kaso amogin Avram. The afilu ketanim nochon lahagilon bekitzu arosh ki hechid lahavilu imsa de shemaya. One should even train little kids to wear yarmulkes in order to put upon them the fear of heaven. Kedi isa b'shabes of kufnun vav kasi reishech. One should cover his head. Ki hechid lahavi aloch imsa de shemaya. In order that he should get upon his head the fear of heaven. So by covering one's head, it brings. Yerushalayim. V'da'od one should go further. Dileinyan gilu harosh died bekisu hayada harosh. Really, all you have to do to cover your head is put your hand on your head. Now we'll get into the details of hands on the head in a moment. Whose hand and when it exactly it works? But the Mishabu is saying right now that Ikradin, it's okay to put one's hand on his head. V'huadin in mefale rosho shari begilu harosh. If one is delicing his hair. Or he's getting his head checked for lice, so he could take off his yarmulke when he's getting checked for lice. V'ayim beprimigodim shekosav deleilech arba amos tachas avi hashamayim lo mahani bazeh kisu harosh biyad. The primigodim writes that to walk outside under the sky, it will not help to cover your head with your hand, but in the house, it will help with your hand. If you have any questions, just wait wait a moment because we're going to get to all the all the discussions. First, we'll look at note number twenty one. Note number 21 has an interesting shayla. In terms of a person mentioning Hashem's name, when his head is uncovered, If someone else puts his hand on his head, it's considered a covering. Now we'll get to someone else's hand in a minute, the difference in your hand and someone else's hand. So far the Mishabura is talking about just walking around in one's house. It's okay to put your hand on your head. 
Here we're talking about mentioning Hashem's name, which we know already is Murchamer. There we say later on in the Mishabura that the Shulchan Aruch says later on that if someone else has their hand on your head, it will be okay. We'll see these details in the next Mishabura, but I want to read this note here, which brings an interesting machlokas. Umidvarim elu Moshe. Rav Moshe brings a, he proves from this topic, She'ein Sarach Kisli Al Rov Harosh. That one's yamaku does not have to cover the majority of his head. So Rav Moshe says, you see from here, that a yamaku doesn't have to cover the majority of your head. Because since it's okay to put your hand on your head or someone else's hand on your head in different circumstances, you see that it doesn't have to be that most of your head is covered. So that's what Rav Moshe holds. If you skip down a few lines, it brings Vedasa Chazanish. The Chazanish argues the Ramosha and says that a yarmulke or any head covering has to cover the majority of one's head. That the Chazanish holds that the yarmulke has to cover the majority of one's hair. Docha Gonochai Kiryaski, I Ramosha brought a raya from the fact that your hand can cover your head. You see it doesn't have to cover the majority of your head. What's the Khazanish gonna do with that? Because the Khazanish says it has to cover the majority of the head. So to that Rukhai Kiryaski says, It could be that the person who put his hands over your head, or your hands on your head, it's not one hand, it's two hands which covers the majority of your head. Or it's someone who has a small head, that one hand will cover his whole head. So we have a machlokas over here between Ramosha and the Chazanish, whether a yamaka should cover the majority of your head. Ramosha says it does not have to cover the majority of your head. And the raya is the fact that a hand works that doesn't cover the majority of your head. And the Chazanish argues and says it has to cover the majority of your head. I, the raya from all these shulchanaros that say the hand works. So Rechayim Kiyasi says, the Chazanish will answer to you, either they're talking about two hands on the head, which covers the majority, or someone who has a small head, in which case one hand will cover the majority. But the Chazanish holds that a yarmulke must cover the majority of one's head or one's hair. That's the Machlokas, Rav Moshe and the Chazanish. Going back to the Mishabura, we will see more details. So far we saw in the Mishabura that if a person is walking out in his house, it is enough to put his hand over his head, his own hand on his head. In the notes we saw from the Bechaber later on that when he wants to mention Hashem's name, it's enough for his friend to put his hand over his head. Not your own hand, someone else's hand. We'll see those details right now in the Mishabura in Sifkaton Yud Beis. In Yud Beis is going on that which the Bechaber said, you can't walk Arba Amos. The Gilu Yaharosh, Zotim Mishabura, the Kol Shekain Sha'asr Levarech, Vuhu Adin Lilmod the Gilu Yaharosh. Not only is it Asr to walk for Amos, certainly, like we already mentioned a few times, certainly it will be Asr to make a bracha or to learn Torah with one's head uncovered. The Lom Mahani Bazek Kisui Hayad. For this, for saying a bracha or for limerat Torah, there would not help to put your hand on your head. Just time to be walking around Dalad Amos, it would help in a house to put your hand on your head. But to say a bracha to learn Torah does not help to have your hand on your head. The yad berosh chad inun, because your hand on your head is one guf, and you can't cover your guf with your guf. At least lagabi the more serious things of mentioning Hashem's name, saying a bracha or limerat Torah. The ein haguf yochal lachasos es atzmo, and the body cannot cover itself. But then the Mishibu writes, There are those who are lenient, that you could put your own hand over your head in a very pressing situation, like what? So it's just a raya that it's midas chasidus only to sleep with a yarmulke, because otherwise you should have your yarmulke on when you're getting a drink in the middle of the night. 
But uh, if one who is not acting in a Midas Chasidus to wear his yarmulke on the whole night while he's sleeping, and he wants to go get a drink in the middle of the night, and he can't find his yarmulke, so then, that's a Shah Savchak, then the Mishabura says that there are those who are lenient that one can put, the Dai B'masha Mechasa Roshu B'yadu would be enough. That's a Shah Savchak, you can't find yarmulke, you want to drink, you want to make a bracha, you can put your own hand over your head and that's fine. Aval, Yoser Tov, Linho Kamosha Olam Nohagin. However, it is better to be knowing like the world is accustomed to. Shemamshech Habesyad Shel Habeged Al Hayad Umechasa Berosho. They go like this. They pull their sleeve down and they cover it with their sleeve. A pillow would be all the better. So even though he's saying that B'Sha'asad Chak, there are those who say you can just put your hand over your head even to take a bracha in the middle of the night, but it's better to be nohik like the Minaga Olam, which is to use your sleeve. If you're wearing long sleeves, so you pull your sleeve down a little bit and put your sleeve over. If you're using short sleeves, you can work it out as well. Or you can use your pillow or anything else that you want to use. The Oz have a Shapir Kusi Lekuliyama. That would be an appropriate covering according to everyone. So even though he says B'Sha'as Chak, you can use your hand, but it's better to be nohig like the Olam is nohig to put your sleeve over. Or of course, if you want to wake up uh, someone else to cover your, to put their hand over your head, um, that would probably be inappropriate, but that would obviously work also. Someone else's hand over your head would work. Question. This is for men, obviously, but what about for a married woman? Does she have to... Or that, is that just a whole other It's another subject. Yeah, another subject. But it's a good question. Now it's a little bit tricky when you put on your shalrosh. You have to make sure that you don't make the bracha with your without your yarmulke on. On the other hand, you want to also make sure that your yarmulke is not stuck under the ritzuos or, 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 or the tefillin themselves. So you want to lift up your your yarmulke over the tefillin so that it's not stuck. It's not a chatzitza, but you want to make sure that your yarmulke is on your head when you make the bracha on your shalrosh. Uparuk. Misaros, which in the bottom he says, Paruk is a peanachris, which is a, a wig, a, a toupee, which is made out of hairs. Af oson shetfurin bebeged mitachtav, even if it's sewn together, to, sewn to a garment underneath. Yesh lesor mipnei maris ha'ayin. You should ask her using that as your head covering because of maris ha'ayin, because people don't realize it's not your hair. They think it's your hair. They think you're walking around and making a bracha or learning without a yarmulke on. So one should not do that. Sheyom rushasaru sein. Because they're going to say that just as regular hair, the yesh mikilan, and there are those who are lenient. If you look at note 20... Excuse me? That's what I'm saying. It's Marastayan. Some say that it's Marastayan. People don't know you're wearing a yarmulke, so therefore you shouldn't use it. Then it, then it might be okay. <laughs> so if you look at note 22, some other interesting shilas that come up. This is very interesting. So he said you can make a bracha with your hand on your head. You have to have uh, someone else's hand. You have to have your sleeve. Let's say you're listening to a bracha for someone else and you're being yosei with his bracha. Mm-hmm. So, when I hear a bracha from someone else, it's ki'ilu, I'm making the bracha. So even if I'm not making the bracha, but I'm being yosei with someone else, we're taking a drink together, he's making the shahakal, I'm being yosei, we're both drinking. So I have to have a head covering when I'm hearing the bracha because it's as if I'm saying the bracha. That's what the bracha and the prima gadam write. Now, what about someone who accidentally davened without having his head covering? He realized afterwards that his yarmulke wasn't on. You know, he got back from the chasana at 3 in the morning, was in bed, and he jumped out of bed, he realized he forgot Marev. He davened, however, he davened, and he realized afterwards his yarmulke wasn't on. Misha Shogag, I don't know, another scenario where a person mistakenly davened without a yarmulke on. 
Or when he was putting on his tilt and he was so careful that his yamaka shouldn't be a chatzitza, yamaka fell off. But Misha Shogag Vespala Birosh Mugula, one who accidentally davened with an uncovered head, that's like going to Shomazaman Arbach, Sha'inu Tsarach Lachsar, Laspala Shomazaman says, you're okay, but you haven't, you davened, you shouldn't have davened, but you did already, you do not have to daven again. However, Rav Moshe says, Shachozer umispalo. Rav Moshe says you have to daven again. Why? Kevan shaakum bebeist filosam makbidim leispal dafka berosh megula. Apparently, the the goyim in their houses of prayer they are makbid to pray dafka with a revealed head without a covering. Velochein hatfila berosh megula nechshaves ketoeva. And therefore, one who davens without a head covering that's considered an abomination at toeva. Vesayim shetzarach in ladina. Rav Moshe ends off that even though he really feels you should daven again. I guess he's not convinced that you really should do it. He's a tzarachian. So probably Lamaisa, one should be no agnatu, because it would be a suffix lakula. You have a shomazalman and a moshe's besuffix. Now what about if one wants to greet his friend um, with a greeting when he says shalom? Shalom is a shem Hashem. So are you allowed to greet someone with Hashem's name when you're not wearing a yarmulke? You're not allowed to say a brach, you're not allowed to say Hashem's name. What if you're just greeting someone but you're saying shalom? So he's saying Hashem's name. So that's also an interesting lachlokas. In the next paragraph, Ulevarech bebircha shalom, shu echad mishmosel shakarash brochu laadam sherosho megula, shaderech he shu meishel lo shalom. Here he's discussing. I want to say shalom to someone else whose head is not covered, but if I say shalom, he's going to re- respond shalom. So can I say shalom to someone without a head covering, knowing, it might be Lifna Iver, he might say shalom back and say Hashem's name. So if Moshe writes, Sha'af Sherov Hanoshim Ein Kavanosim Lishmoshal Kadash Brachu, even though most people when they say shalom, they're not thinking that it's Hashem's name, it's a way of saying hello, and they don't really mean it. Mikomakom Kaven Shadovan Nogel Lokovat Shemaim Roy Lahachmir Bazah, since it has to do with the cover of Akadash Brachu, one should be Machmir not to do it. Milvad Baofen Shiesh Lokosh Lopeda, unless you're afraid the person's going to be very upset at you if you don't say hello to him. You know, in that way, so then you, you do it. If it, if it would be, uh, he'll get angry at you. But otherwise, one should avoid it. But you certainly could say, hello, how are you? That you could say. The whole Shiloh here is to use the word Shalom. That's where the Shiloh comes up. That's where Moshe says you shouldn't say it. On the other hand, Shalom Zaman Orbach writes, He says, you could be lenient. It's just, it's just manners. It's a, it's a polite way of greeting someone. You say Shalom. You don't mean Hashem's name. And therefore, even if he doesn't have a yarmulke on, he's going to respond Shalom. You do not have to worry. And Shalom Zaman said it's 100% fine. One last nakuda. Ulahaskir kinuishal karash brachu below azas keshu berosh magula. To say Hashem's name in English, G slash D, dash D, right? To say Hashem's name in English without a head covering. So Moshe writes, She'ain lahachmir bekach keshi yersha bofanachir. If it's difficult to have a yamak on and you need to say it for whatever reason, one does not have to be machmir. On the other hand, hapsach hadvir kosav sha'aser. Fine. Let's go weiter in the Mishavura. We are up to Sifkotun Yud Gimel. Sifkotun Yud Gimel is going on the last point that the Machaber says that in the Yivdok Nekavav you should make sure that you don't have to relieve yourself. Says the Mishavura, Kedei Sheyiyah Achakach Gufo Noki Bishas Kabbalas Malchus Shemayim Bikriyash Motvila. The reason you want to make sure that you relieve yourself before davening is so that you could have a clean body at the time when you're accepting upon yourself the yoke of heaven in Kriyashma and in Tvila. The ain tzarech rak bedikah levad. You only have to just you have to check if you have to go to the bathroom. That's it. The imbodak es atzmo ve'ainu rotsa atul in the kavav. If you check now and you don't have to go to the bathroom right now, ze nikra menadin guf naki. That's considered a clean body. 
וחלילה לאחר שוב עבור זה זמן קריאה שמה או אפילו רק תפילה בציבור. And once you check and you don't have to go to the bathroom, don't make yourself crazy and don't חלילה to delay because of checking more carefully not to delay and miss זמן קריאה שמה or even תפילה בציבור. But if you look at note 26, he, he clarifies this halacha that we'll, we'll see many times coming up. Oh no, however, the person feels that he has to go to the bathroom a little bit. We're going to see later on in Hilchah's Tefillah. Even if a person is able to hold it in for more than a parcel, more than 72 minutes. If a person has to go to the bathroom a little bit, even if he knows he can wait 72 minutes, it's be- but he has to go, it's better to go to the bathroom and miss Tefillah B'Tzibur. That's only if you're going to miss Tefillah B'Tzibur. But if you're going to miss Zman Tefillah, then Lo Yenakes Atzmo, then a person should not go to the bathroom. Kevan Sheyodea Sheyucholasor Es Atzmo Bishir Shalshav Achomesh. Since he knows you can wait 72 minutes, so don't miss Zman Tefillah. You could miss Tefillah B'Tzibur if you have to go, but you could wait 72 minutes. But you should not miss Zman Tefillah by going to the bathroom when you know you could wait 72 minutes. I think it's both. I believe it's both. We'll get into all the details later, but I believe it's both. And now the Mechaber says, the Ramos says, I'm sorry, the Ramos said that a person should cover his whole body, he shouldn't walk bare, barefoot, and he should train himself to relieve himself. Lefanos is referring to Gedolim, um, because that's Rizus and Nikias. I think the Yivdok Nikovav, I think, is referring to both. But when it says Lefanos, that's referring to Gedolim, as we'll, as we'll see in the, in the coming days. Says the Mishabur and Sivkot and Yudalit, a person shouldn't walk around barefoot. Amru Chachameinu Zadah Chachamim tell us, Sheyimkor Odom Kalma Sheyeshlo Viyikach Menolim Leragla. The person should sell everything that he has to, to, in order to buy shoes for his feet. So we take shoes very seriously. Ubu Mekomos Ha'arov Shedarkom Lelech Yochev Shari. However, it's a place, a, a warm place, where the derech is to walk around barefoot. Then we said it's permissible. As we saw last time, it depends on the minog and the place. If you look here, Note 280 points out that Ube'eretz Yisrael Das Hagon Ruchayin Kenieski Sheh Minog Lohokel B'Mokom HaTzorach that you can be lenient to walk around barefoot, sandals, those things. One can certainly be lenient in a time of need. Ube Mekomos Ha'karem Yishlizahir In a cold place, one has to be careful. I don't know whether Connecticut is considered a cold place or not. Compared to Eretzel, I think it's cold. Says the Mishibur of Eiter, Od Kosov B'Shem Shla, the Shla writes further, Dim Osem Mishum Tshuva Al Avonosov Mutter. But if a person is walking around barefoot because of Tshuva of his Averos, I guess he wants to cause himself a little pain to get Kapara. So he wants to walk around barefoot on, on some pebbles and hurt his feet. So then it would be okay even if the custom in that place is not to walk barefoot. And that's what David HaMelech did. He walked barefoot. Yes, David. Yeah, that's... Why? I, I imagine so. I imagine when a person a person's walking, so he's that's right. You don't. I mean, 
My feeling is, I, I hear Akasha. I, I don't look up the Taz inside. We'll get we'll get the Taz in Sunnah Ches. We'll see what the Taz says. I don't know. You're asking Kasha. Look up the Gemara and Shabbos. It's good Kasha. In other words, I, 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 I like the Kasha from the Gemara more, but I, I would hear that walking around more, it's more, you're, you're, you're doing more, you're, you're, you're being more active, so, so it requires more humility and more. Sleeping also. Why would you ever have to wear yam when you're sleeping? If the bar is covered in mind, you're sleeping. Okay, so for the second before you go to sleep, the second you wake up, that you're not you're not even while while it's up, while while you're sleeping. So you have the that I that I hear. <laughs> so another thing, when, when, when you meet a go to the five times, meet a lot. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including myrmakimus on each shear please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.